Hey everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. This is our very first episode uh, of a, hopefully will will be a long running podcast because there are definitely no shortage of monsters to talk. Uh, I am Chris and joining me... I am Nick and we are going to be reviewing monster movies. We'll be talking trivia about monster movies and then at the end we'll have a little bullshit session where we, we talk about relevant or irrelevant facts, uh, <laughs> things that interest us. Yeah, stuff we love about what we're talking about. Because uh, again, there are no shortage of monsters that we love. Um, we are kicking off our inaugural episode here uh, with a doozy. Uh, one would say, in fact, the king of the monsters. Ooh, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, we are talking Godzilla, uh, and it's going to be kind of a, a crash course. Uh, in case you're not familiar with the monster. We mainly talk about the uh, the differences between the the Japanese uh, and the original uh, American versions. Um, you know, I, I I have been a Godzilla fan for so long that I, I honestly could sit here and, and talk about Godzilla all day. So it, it, it's a restrained effort to get this in under like an hour. Right. Um, and while I am a <laughs> I am a fan, I am not nearly as big a fan. Uh, they've always been in my my cultural like uh, viewpoint, but never my my main focus <laughs> um but yeah hopefully uh this is where we're gonna start and we'll be uh you know talking about new monsters every week um but yeah i mean here goes nothing let's talk about some godzilla here we go believe actually i've been like podcasting this long and haven't done anything specifically related to godzilla really <laughs> until yeah until right wow. now i mean i've talked about i've talked about it here and there on the podcast i've you know um i want to say we did like saturday afternoon movies once like just talked about uh oh. saturday afternoon movies like in my opinion those are movies like that would be on uh like your basic cable or even just like broadcast tv on like a saturday afternoon oh, sure that you always just happen to catch, yeah. you know? Well, the sci-fi channel was big um, on that for a long time in the 90s. Like, Yeah, yeah. Like, like when I was younger, like WPIX from New York City, we used to get that channel. And, like, that always had awesome movies on, like, Saturday afternoons. Yeah. Uh, it'd always be, like, 3 o'clock high. Um, like, The Prince. I don't know why they're all school-related <laughs> movies, but The Principal. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like yeah, that. that was, like, cheesy That 90s. was, like, just a touch before my time, before I started really getting into anything like that. <laughs> um but yeah no this is uh the first time uh solo godzilla outing wild yeah. so we have two movies to talk about and it's it's basically yes. gojira versus godzilla uh yeah and if you're if uh we discovered if you're watching on hbo max it's godzilla versus godzilla king of the monsters uh the 50s version not the uh you know the 2000s yeah version. and i you know i thought that that title had sounded familiar when the the newer King of the Monsters came out, and I just did not realize that that's what they subtitled the uh, the OG version. Yeah, the American yeah. version. Um, 
I mean, as far as differences between the two, like I said, it's been a minute since I watched uh, either version, and even longer since I watched the Japanese one. So that's why I watched the Japanese one. Um, but uh, the Japanese one seems to be like the actual story, and then the American version with Raymond Burr is like starting off with like him basically saying, "Holy shit, I just saw some crazy stuff. Let me tell yeah, you about a, it." It's a weird angle of perspective. So with the the original Japanese, you have like the story. And then in the the Raymond Burr U.S. version, it's, it's just yeah, like this guy was also yeah, here. Here's what, here's <laughs> another side of that, which is yeah. crazy because like you get, you almost get two completely different stories, uh, especially through the the way they edit it. Uh, yeah, like I'm watching it now, and like this whole scene with Raymond Burr in the hospital in the beginning, like none of this. Maybe like there's a few of these hospital shots at the very end of the Japanese one, but like none of this is in the. Uh, is in the original yeah. one. Uh, it was it was crazy. Like, and the tone of the movie completely changes. Yeah, I um, I I, I noticed that. I was uh, I was more uh, into like the original Japanese one as like a, a as like a movie, not just as like you know a monster movie that I'm interested right. in. Like, I was genuinely sitting here like intently watching the film. Yeah, I um, I hadn't realized because it has been so long since I watched either one of them that the the original japanese is a very dark emotional film and yeah the the raymond burr version while it's still a good movie and it's it's a very important like monster movie in culture the 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 way they change the the feel of the movie is weird because it's it's just it's very American fifties movie, uh, where yeah, it's the Pizza Hut yeah, of monster like, movies. Basically. Like all the actors are stiff. Uh, everything is presented in this uh, very vocal kind of direct approach, and instead of that natural emotional feel that they got out of the, the Japanese actors in the original cut. Yeah, um, but going back to what you're saying, like it, you know it. it it's important because it introduced Americans to the, like these like type of movies and you know what we got as a result of it, like what we initially got wasn't the actual thing. Like that's why I said it's the pizza hut of like monster yeah. movies. Like yeah. pizza hut pizza isn't actual pizza, <laughs> but like, because we had pizza hut, like we learned what pizza was yeah. later on. You get, you get the, uh, <laughs> you get the idea of what it's supposed to be before somebody comes through yeah. with the, the, the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing I was expecting more of like an anti-American sentiment in the sentiment in the, uh, in the Japanese one. And it was, it was, I mean, it, it wasn't completely gone, but it was very, very, very soft. Yeah. I, uh, I always heard, you know, like over the, over the years, like, oh, the original Japanese version is very anti-American. That's why they changed a lot of stuff. And it's, it wasn't. As bad as I, uh, not not bad, but it wasn't as. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like yo. Fuck as I Americans. imagined it was going to be. But it, it, there was two scenes where I half expected somebody to turn and just stare, like straight at the camera with like a you know like a, you know like an O'Reilly type of look on their face. Um, yeah. The scene, like in the uh, like in the not like the courtroom, but I guess it was like the the parliament or whatever, where they're kind of arguing, yes. like you know, like where this thing came from, and the guy's like. Um, he's like, you know, it's definitely made, uh, from H bomb, you know, the H bomb is, is why it woke up. 
and they're like, uh, are you sure? Like, we really can't say that because it would really fuck up like our diplomatic relations and our economy. Right. Uh, if we said that, yeah. and he's like, no, it's definitely an H bomb. <laughs> and like, if he just yep. turned and looked like right to the camera. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point they were, they were discussing amongst all themselves. It was like a public yeah. forum, basically. Um, the the scientists and the the higher up politicians were saying this is most likely from H bomb testing uh, from the Americans in the in the Pacific, and they were trying amongst themselves, kind of trying to downplay yeah. it. And like you said, it like it could have economic and political disaster for them written all over it. And then citizens were screaming you know we well Fuck you. it's definitely <laughs> it's from H-bomb. that you you need to tell the truth yeah. the truth is is more important than politics and uh, like that's a really heavy message um and then again later uh, on like towards the end um with sarazawa ogata and emiko they're in the lab and ogata is trying to like convince sarazawa to use the oxygen destroyer and like again like if yeah. he just looked straight to the camera after he said this he was like um He's like, yeah, I've created this, you know, incredible uh, weapon that can destroy so many things. I probably shouldn't use it. Yeah, I should definitely not do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it almost had like um, it almost had like a tongue-in-cheek kind of black comedy feel to mm-hmm. it, but it wasn't. It wasn't out in the forefront. So, like, if you were to tell me that this movie. And Doctor Strangelove came out around the same point. I believe. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking it. It reminded me a lot more of Shin Godzilla than I than I kind of remembered because that that movie is also very like dark parody almost, where it's like you know a lot of the yeah. the government bickering and like it's kind of what's going on here too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that they're they're taking like these real life, very tragic events and using them as like an inspiration to tell a different story uh because they could have easily have gone this is what happens when nuclear testing goes wrong and not involve the giant monster it could have just been a documentary about the the aftermath and the fallout of Hiroshima and Nagasaki yeah. and i want to say towards but the end went- of the uh the japanese version there was like stock footage of like people in hospitals, and I want to say that was footage of people like after the blasts. Yeah, it looked it looked like it was. There's like uh, like some hospital scenes. There's like kids like sitting on like the steps of a hospital. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is like stock footage. Yeah, but the the to go back to just like the difference between the Japanese cut and the American cut, uh, a lot of the emotion is taken right out of it. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's not to say that you know Raymond Burr isn't an emotional actor, or the the Japanese American actors that they got weren't you know competent. They also weren't great. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's that, but it's also they're reframing the main part of the story. What they're trying to like steer away from is kind of the heart of the story, basically. Like you know the right. anger and like kind of the simmering rage behind like you know all the like. The after effects of the or the atomic blast. Yeah, and I, you know, I was actually a little bit surprised watching the American cut that they left in a couple of the references to H bomb testings. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also kind of changed Godzilla's origin with that, because in the Japanese cut, uh, it was that the H-bombs woke him up or agitated him. Uh, yeah, this thing was, thing has always been there. In the where... American cut, it's it created him. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing I, I thought was really, like, I, in the beginning, they're, when they're in that village, that old Japanese guy was like, you know, we used to just float some teenage girls out into the ocean every now and again and take care of this problem. Like, we never had to deal with it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like, even think he says, like, to some girls, like, I'm going to feed you to Godzilla. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but that whole thing, like, kind of gave it, like, a Lovecraftian kind of angle, I thought, like, where it's just this old horror that just lives in the sea. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're used to it. It was like it, it was like Japanese traditional storytelling. And that's yeah. why they had that big ceremony. And, like, that was a really well, well shot scene too yeah uh, with the with the the mask dancers and and all that yeah they got the, like the elaborate like headpieces on and yeah, yeah yeah it was it was really nice uh, like going back to watching it is it's not as cheesy of a movie as i always remembered it being yeah no especially the japanese version like i i understand because like, when you hear like it's part of the criterion collection you're like really you know, yeah. like a like a, a rubber suit monster movie, but like the, the Japanese one, I'd say especially is very like is a, it's 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 a it's a film. It's a, it's a serious movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The director uh, Honda. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. His his first name, but uh, he was actually really good friends with Akira Kurosawa. So you got these this like titan of Japanese filmmaking is friends with the guy that did the Godzilla rubber monster movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which goes to show you like it, it's art at some point, you know, you strip away all the layers and you get to an artistic vision. And if somebody of Kurosawa's level can respect something on this level, there's gotta be something to it. Yeah. And I think this is also like, I think we're applying a trope that hasn't been created yet at this point. Like this is 1954. So like when you think, you know, rubber suit monster movies, you're thinking aliens and stuff like from like the late fifties, maybe early sixties or so, even, yeah. Or even just the later Godzilla movies where yeah. they were straight cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. Uh, you're, you're, you're trying to compare and contrast with, a. Uh, a thing that hasn't evolved into what it becomes yet. Yeah. Um, going back, uh, we're talking about, uh, I think you had mentioned earlier about this movie being like genuinely terrifying or the, um, the beginning scene uh, with, you know, uh, not sorry, the beginning scene, the first like kind of uh, intro introduction to the monster. We don't even see the monster. Uh, it's just, you know, the little village and they think it's a typhoon basically. Oh, on Odo Island. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. I remember being a kid, like watching that thinking, like, how do you not know there's a giant monster like outside? But when you think about it, like there's probably no electricity on the island, so there's no, you know, street lights or anything. Oh, there's during no, the storm, yeah. Yeah, there's no city lights. So anything you have would be lit by moonlight and it's during a typhoon, so there'd be clouds in the sky, there'd be nothing there. It'd be sure. pitch black and you just hear roaring and destruction, basically. Yeah. Like, that is uh, goddamn terrifying. Yeah. Uh, well, you also have to think like how many crazy typhoons and hurricanes and, and things that they get in that area of the world yeah. where that 
sort of extreme destruction is not completely out of reality. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, between, yeah, you know, typhoons, tsunamis, all those fun things, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, not so uncommon for a little fishing village to get wiped out, you know? Just completely. Yeah. Completely destroyed. Um, and the scene also, where they're, you know, also in that village where you first see the monster and they're just kind of, everybody's running up the hill, they're up the hill to see, like, hear what's going on. And then it just kind of, like, pokes its head up. It's like, that is also terrifying because it's like, yeah. holy fuck, what are we supposed to do right now? Yeah, it's like you're you're trapped basically. You like you can't get off the island fast enough to get away from him. Yeah, and he's monstrous. Like, Your he's only gigantic. hope is that it doesn't notice you. You it just moves in a different direction. Yeah, it's like hopefully I don't look like food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your only your only course of action is just to hide. <laughs> Which another uh, another thing that they changed between the two of those is like his his stats. They they completely changed. In the did they uh, really? Yeah, in Gojira, he was a hundred and twenty. No, they said one hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty feet tall. Yeah. In Godzilla, King of the Monsters, four hundred feet tall. Really? They say that? Yeah. Because I knew like the the older, I mean, not the older, the newer versions, like you know, the current Godzilla is like four hundred and something feet tall, like. Um, same with Shin Godzilla. Like it's it's grown bigger over the years, but I didn't right. realize they put that in the American, you know, the original American version. That, that's yeah, that's crazy. Um, which I guess will bring us into our first post review segment. All right, uh, we have trivia. Uh, we'll call it IMDb trivia. <laughs> All right, <laughs> because because we're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> So I I have curated a few facts from the IMDb uh, website from both of these movies, and we will start with the Japanese cut. All right, it's uh, just a few things that I found to be pretty interesting. Um, the first one being that the sound department uh, they tried a lot of animal roars to to get the sound for Godzilla, but nothing was really working out. Uh, because there's nothing relatable in size. Yeah, there's no hundred and some odd foot monsters living on the planet. Right. So what they wound up doing, the the Foley guys, they came up with the roars by rubbing coarse, resin-coated leather gloves up and down the strings of a contrabass. A contrabass is like a a big stand-up bass. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're familiar with, like, Rockabilly music or old country music that that's that, uh, cr- I I can actually I, like, I can totally hear that now like yeah yeah is that's why I love Foley stuff because like you're watching a movie and and these sounds are bringing you right in when they're done so well yeah and once once you find out what they're using to make that noise it's obvious yeah that's the only thing like I when I hear that now I can just see like you see like a glove just you know pulling tightly down on this bass string and that's where you get the, the kind of like resonation at the end of it like yeah that echo that's, that's pretty damn that's pretty cool see see imdb <laughs> pulling it out on us uh next fact in well this is just the movie in general i guess in 2004 uh which was the the 50th anniversary godzilla was given a star 
on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I have been there. I <laughs> I have a I have a picture on my phone of that star. Yeah. Do you really? I yeah. I absolutely. I have absolutely been to that star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, going back to the Foley thing, I was going to say this a second ago, and I, I got, I was, I was honestly like dazzled by that the Foley fact. Yeah. Um, do you know what they used to make the Tie Fighter uh, sound, like the, the the lasers in Star Wars? I think the X Wing ones too. Oh, you know, at one point I did know this, but uh, it was a, uh, it was they hit, they hit, used a wrench to hit like. Uh, you know, like those like guy wires that would like hold up like a phone pole, like those metal, like, you know, Oh wires. my God. Yeah. They yeah. just like ran it down the side of it. That's how you get that. Like, pew. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. I can, I can definitely, I can definitely hear that now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, here's another fun one. And this one is still sort of relevant. Like I think they kept some of this idea. Uh, one of the original Godzilla designs was a monster with a head with the shape of a mushroom cloud. <laughs> really? Yeah. And if you if you actually look at the original Godzilla, oh, I gotta Google this. You can kind of see it, like the way. Yeah, like the flat head. He's, he's got that yeah. skin, that skinny neck that comes up, and then it starts to bow out a little bit. So, like, it's not. It's not obvious, but once you hear something like this, you can definitely, you can definitely see it and kind of interpret it yeah. that way. And that's, that's a really cool, subtle way to get that message across that they were going for. Uh, with the, the kind of, not even anti-American, but the anti-atomic yeah, message kind of just that they were going the for. Allegory. Yeah. I was just Googling original Godzilla design. There's no, like, Picks of it, damn it! <laughs> oh no! But I mean, even just just watching the the old movie, you, you can he's got a little bit of that shape to him. Yeah, which goes with like his uh, his his body isn't scaly like a reptile would be. It's almost like scarred. It's, yeah, it's got it looks like a, it looks billowy, like a cloud, like kind of expanding. Almost. Well, if you look at old old photos of atomic bomb survivors. Yeah, they're covered in they're what's called keloid scars, like the very swollen uh, style of scar. Yeah, and the Godzilla suit kind of follows that that shape, that bumpy, kind of raggedy looking, uh, burnt look, which they they perfected in Shin Godzilla. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it looks burned and just like in pain, and yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say the original design, they, they wanted to basically combine a gorilla and a whale. And like, that's how it ended up, you know, looking like this. That's actually where the name came from. Yeah. 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 Uh, because it it was, uh, Gorira is, it, it, I'm not trying to be like that guy, but (laughs) not being racist. I'm pretty sure it's phonetically G O R I R A is the Japanese word for gorilla. Yeah, and then whale ends in jira, like whatever that that word is. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's uh basically monkey fish. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next uh 
<laughs> IMDb fact. Oh, there's a scene on. I have I have the American one playing here, and this I totally made me laugh. It was just really weird. Uh, in the scene where the the boat is initially leaving to go investigate, like you know the the ship disappearances. Yep. There's like you know everybody's like having like holding streamers and there's like confetti flying. And Sirizawa is just standing on the dock like a sad bastard looking angry. But he's just that's, in that's... one hand holding a streamer. <laughs> 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 that uh, character just... that character is fucking weird, man. Like he is where I think a lot of the like the 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 black comedy feel came for me because yeah. he is such an over the top dark character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, he just, yeah, he's yeah, like, just doesn't care he's about just anything. a miserable like, his, bastard. His, his fiance is like sleeping around on him. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just Moving him standing there our... like a sad bastard holding this streamer on the side of the boat. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> So moving on to our next IMDb fact. Ray Harryhausen of every monster movie that came out in America fame uh, during the 40s to the 80s uh, harbored resentment for Godzilla because it was inspired by the Beast of 20,000 Fathoms, which uh, had come out in 53. Yeah, uh, usually, like, that's something to be honored by, Ray, like... Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, I read that fact, and I went back and looked at the yeah. monster from that. It's pretty fucking close, man. Like, Oh, it's, really? Yeah. All right, well, if, they're, little, if they're ripping him off, then all right. I, I thought it's that, a like, little, he was angry. His is a little more dinosaur. Like, it, yeah. it's got more of a snout uh, kind of thing. A little more sea monster. But uh, it wasn't like they they just jacked his design and just ran with it because yeah, I, I guess it. they had I guess they had been upfront about it like we love that monster we like the design of it we used elements from it so instead okay, of this... just instead of just ripping him off they were like this is kind of a tribute to that monster because we love it so much. Yeah, all right. I'm back to my original assessment then. Like, yeah, he yeah. should like be kind of honored by this. Like, it, yeah. Like, like, yeah. If if they were just okay, copying and pasting, sure. Yeah, get angry. But if you know, I thought they were. I thought he was angry basically because they were using his techniques to make like the monster come to life. But no, that's not. Oh the case. yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Get over it, man. <laughs> I mean, you're a legend. Just let it be. Yeah, yeah. People are people are gonna jack your shit. It's just the way of things. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so now we are moving on to the American cut. A uh, little bit of trivia. And this, this relates to that Harryhausen fact just a little bit. Is that the working title for the American version, before King of the Monsters, uh, was Godzilla the Sea Monster. <laughs> which, which has like no oomph to it at all. Yeah, it just sounds like the lamest fucking thing. Sounds yeah. like a kid show. It does. Like, like Sigmund the Sea Monster almost. Yeah. Where you get King of the Monsters. There's there's power in that. There's like a you know, like a chutzpah. <laughs> Godzilla, the sea monster. Yeah. It's just like nah. I mean I guess I can see why they were they were gonna try to come up with that. But 
King of the Monsters is also kind of weird because there are no other monsters in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this so, point there is no like, you know, established universe of Godzilla movies and Yeah, I, mean, I guess I guess to, it was kind of to shit on all the the previous big monster movies or big alien movies that might have come out uh-huh. like, you know, 20,000 fathoms. That is a very American move. Like, fuck oh, you. Yeah, it's it is. the king of the monsters. Yep. Godzilla. <laughs> Pepsi challenge. <laughs> oh, moving on to our moving on to our next American fact. All right. Uh This one is involving Raymond Burr himself. So he is he's often cited as saying that he filmed all of the Godzilla scenes that he was in in one day. All right. But contrary to that, he has also said that it, it it took him six days, which is the the more recognized fact. So he did this whole movie's worth of you know whitewashing in six days instead of the one. So I guess he liked I guess he liked to tell you know like legends about himself or or just. Yeah, to, he, to make um, himself sound big. He, uh, you know, this is not to like cast aspersions on you know him himself, but like he was a he was gay apparently, and he was closeted because it was you know Hollywood in the fifties and sixties. But the story he used to tell was that oh he had a wife uh, and a kid, uh, and they died in a horrible plane crash, and he doesn't ever like to talk about it, and like really? that's how yeah that's how he got he got through like without ever having to like you know deal with that in Hollywood. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know there's, I mean, there are a plethora of cl- previously closeted uh, gay American actors. You know, like, uh, I think Rock Hudson is probably the most well-known yeah. for that. But not, I never heard that about Raymond. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot where I heard that. I want to say it was on a podcast. Yeah. I mean, don't want to disparage the man by saying he's something that he wasn't, but if yeah, no, I think you can actually look that up and yeah, it's it's like a proven fact. No shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's really shitty that actors would have had to do that uh, back yeah. in the day or even even some probably still doing it now. You know, like there's the you know, everybody likes to say that Tom Cruise is gay or uh John Travolta is gay. Yeah. And you know, it's like if they are, I I would love for them to be able to come out and say that they are, uh, but without the the consequences that you know that they would have to face. It's like <laughs> this is our real life monster segment. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scientology, <laughs> the real monster. Xenu, <laughs> the true monster of Hollywood. Xenu is the true monster. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and uh, our last Godzilla fact. Um, this actually goes back to the the size difference. Uh, Godzilla's size was increased to nearly four hundred feet because of the disparity between Japanese buildings, which apparently are built much shorter to meet earthquake codes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe they were. I I know Japanese has Japan has uh, like skyscrapers now but you know obviously the technology is like you know increased. yeah but back in the in the 50s there was there was definitely much shorter 
buildings. Um, yeah, I, it's one of the things I did notice that, like, you know, when they when they said it's 160 feet tall, like he was barely like poking over some of those buildings in, in the, the city scenes. Right, and then yeah. they changed him to 400 because they wanted him to be to seem threatening to like an American skyline. So if you <laughs> you've got you know New York City with all these gigantic skyscrapers. What's a hundred and fifty foot monster gonna do, really? I mean, he'll bounce yeah. off of them. <laughs> he's but about the size of sudden, my doctor's office. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, he's you know four hundred feet tall, and now he can knock over the Empire State Building. Huh. So I, I, I knew, like I said, I knew he'd scaled up through the years, and I always thought that was kind of because of you know weaponry, like scaling up. You know, like a hundred and fifty foot monster now sounds like it'd be a whole lot easier to deal with than like you know, a Shin Godzilla, like 400, 450 feet tall. Yeah. You know? Yep. It definitely would be. Um, and I think that's, I think that's why they've ma- kind of maintained that 400, 500 foot, because while, yeah, buildings are larger than they used to be, uh, we're not, we're not like commonly building sci- skyscrapers that are, they're going to be taller than Godzilla at this point, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're in China, like basically. Yeah. Yeah, where you can only build up. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, those are your IMDB facts of the week. <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, I was looking this up beforehand. Um, just because I knew, like, I knew from this movie, basically this movie, like, this movie is the only version that this of like this Godzilla that it appears in like any other Godzilla after this is a different Godzilla um and I well, guess yeah because was, they they kill him in this one yeah yeah that's established in uh Godzilla uh raids again I, I think it was in 54 50, 55 this one was 54 that was, that was the first sequel right yeah yeah and basically they just said oh hey look we found a second Godzilla and yeah. uh, that was the Godzilla that existed through all like the the Showa movies like through the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, so when like you're thinking of like, you know, you're, you're basically your typical monster uh, Godzilla movie, um, you know, like the rubber suit, like Mothra, Ghidorah, you know, Ghidorah, those yeah. are that, that's the era. Like that's the second Godzilla you're thinking of. Um, after that, there was the one introduced in the eighties, which is another, uh, you know, I guess it's a different origin story. This one was, um, Honestly, this is the one that was like created by you know, atomic experiments, um, okay. and that's the version that kind of lasted through the eighties and nineties. Now, is that the one like they eventually wind up going to Monster Island or where whatever the hell that was? Um, no, or that would I... be more of like the Showa era. This is the okay, yeah, that's like that's like the seventies, sixties uh, and seventies version. This is the Heisei era or the Heisei. I forget how it's pronounced, um, but this is more of like the stylized versions, the ones. Um, uh, like the the whole like for some reason this vehicle showed up in every one of these movies though like the X twenty three like that flying fucking uh, I think they called it the Super X at one point it's like a flying tank almost and like oh, okay, every yeah. fucking Godzilla movie this thing would just get smashed to pieces <laughs> like it was useless and they always had it in the movie yeah yep <laughs> it was basically uh, yeah that vehicle was basically like a henchman yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, the government's henchman who would get easily dispatched. Yeah. Um, 
and I want to. Uh, I'm I'm going off the top of my head at this point, but I I did read this article. Um, I want to say that that version, you know, apparently died. No way. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the older one because there's there's one from like the 80. There was like a big relaunch in 84, 85. I remember because they did the American version. I remember mm-hmm. that coming out when I was a kid too. Uh, Raymond Burr shows up in that one too again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, he was in that, and somebody else from the original was in it too. Uh, maybe the guy who played like Ogata or somebody. I, yeah, I think it was. I think I read that somewhere. Let me see. Let me actually because it was back to it was two two actors that came back. Um, yeah, the last one of like the the Godzilla that everybody's familiar with was Terror of Mechagodzilla. That was seventy five. The next one picks up in eighty four in Return of Godzilla. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. the the origin uh, The origin of this one was that he was a Godzilla saurus, like he was a mutated oh just my dinosaur, God. basically. Yeah. Uh, that one lasted. Well, that's until that's the, kind of the, that's kind of the theory that they had in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, sort of. It's a little bit different. This one was more of a. This was just kind of always like you know a giant beast that was there, and then mm-hmm. then like the the eighties one was oh you know it it mutated into this thing eventually. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, after that, we have the the well beloved nineteen ninety eight American Godzilla, I which hate I. You. Yeah, I I just tried to watch that again recently, and holy why fuck is that? Because I I remember like not hating it when I saw it at the time, and I haven't watched it in a long time. And I watched it again, and holy shit, is that movie goddamn terrible? Hey, do you remember hating it now? Yeah, oh, I, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just yeah. like ah, oh. uh, like I, the whole like Matt like all right Matthew Broderick maybe not the best like you know action hero whatever that doesn't bother me but just the whole like everything has a punchline every line has to be like everybody's like competing to have like the one-liner of the movie and like well that was that was the era of the one-liner man it's yeah if you didn't late 90s like if you didn't have a punchline at the end of every dialogue scene it it wasn't a good movie like yeah we need like a snippy line for the trailer and like that movie i blame will smith for it what's that i blame will smith for it (laughs) yeah 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 um after that uh obviously like, japan had to come back and be like okay no screw that monstrosity that's when they <laughs> came out with the um the millennium version of godzilla this is the um this might be my favorite design of godzilla because it looks just me- like way more i mean like way more menacing and terrifying than the original godzilla that one just kind of like lumbers around yeah. this one is more of like a it, it, it's just more of like a hissing snarling like more like agile like beast you know it's got the big purple spikes and like it's just scalier and looks just more like armored and just it, just badass you know i i think my favorite version of godzilla was actually from the the newer king of the monsters uh, yeah where I, I, could, could, I could definitely see that he could get around pretty quickly but he was still bulky and menacing and he just seemed to have like this really shitty attitude the whole movie too. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just like. And then, like, like when they got to Godzilla vs Kong, I feel like they boosted his agility even more, and it just didn't kind of make sense. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't yeah, really like, match his body. Yeah, like when he was fighting Kong in Hong Kong, he's like scrambling around on all fours at one point, like like, like an iguana, 
Yeah. And like, it, yeah. His no, arms are way gonna... too short for that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah, I I I, I could definitely I, I can definitely agree with that. That the King of the Monsters version might be one of my else you know up there also as among my favorites. Yeah, I'll have to I have to rewatch a lot of those movies. But the, the problem is that there are there are thirty six sequels to this movie. Yeah, uh, I believe that sounds I, about right. I think it actually is the longest running continuous series of movies, and, huh. and th- that might that might be including the the three newest. Uh, yeah, I believe so. But I'm not I'm not an, entirely sure. So they're um, all like they're kind of segmented though, like I said, between the eras and like the different versions of the monster. So right. it's not yeah. I mean, you can break them up. Um, as far as skipping, you know, always skip 98 Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you just want to watch it for the Puff Daddy song. <laughs> always down to clown on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I probably, I don't know which version, like which era I've watched the most. It might be tied between like the Showa, like original era and the, and the 90s versions because the 90s versions, um, we're always like you could find those VHS tapes for like a dollar, five dollars for like a three pack of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they yeah. were always on TV too. Yeah, they, TNT showed them a lot, like late at night, like Monster Vision and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's where I saw a lot of like the newer ones. Was the um, Showa version or the the Showa era? Was that the ones that had uh, like the Son of Godzilla? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Like, I that's watched, like the Monster Island era. I like, watched. Yeah, I watched a lot of those ones then. Yeah, yeah, those were those were Saturday afternoons for me. Uh, I watched a lot of those. Um, but I, 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 I really love the new the new era. Um, yeah, it's 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 um, it's hard to describe because it's it's still, a mixed bag as far as the movies. I, I will I will say in but terms think, of quality, absolutely. Yeah, I think King of the Monsters is like the perfect Godzilla movie. Oh yeah, because it it had pretty much everything I was looking for. There was enough human interaction to just keep the story going. Yeah. Uh, you had a variety of things that he was going to fight or interact with, which is always great because it's like a, it's like greatest hits. You can't do it every movie, but because it has been so long since you got one that involved like a ton of monsters, you gave them a ton of monsters to fight. Yeah, it was great. There was so many like Easter eggs and fan service, like to older movies and just yeah, like it, yep. They just the nailed fights, it with that one. The fights were fun to watch. Yeah, which is kind of what I didn't like about uh, Godzilla vs Kong because it was okay. It was pretty much just a King Kong movie where he fought Godzilla a little bit, and it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't stellar. The I Brian. Th- Cr- I- the Brian Cranston Godzilla, too many humans. Like I get it. It's it's like this is what yeah, happens to the people around Godzilla. It's kind of a throwback to the original. I was gonna say they're version. trying to go for the feel of the original one, where like the humans are the main point of the story. And like, all right, I mean, there's a way you can probably do that, but I don't think you could use Godzilla at this point in time. No, like, it would have to be like a generic kaiju. Yeah, because it's so well established at this point. What you're gonna get involved with with a Godzilla movie? It's giant monster smashing the city, maybe fighting other monsters. It kind of lost the, the dread of the yeah. original, which like that was one of the, one of the highlights of the, of the original cut was it set a sense of dread and 
like it's very grim. Yeah, and, and they don't really touch on that ever again. It's a, uh, it's just a very dark movie that stayed the only one that was really dark like that. Yeah, and then I think by the time they got to Godzilla vs Kong, it's the opposite end of the spectrum where they've gone too, I think, lighthearted and. I yeah. Like they the balance of that movie was way off as far as like humans and monsters. I think at that point, the best version of that movie is maybe like an hour and twenty minutes, an hour and a half. It's told completely from the perspective of Kong. Sure. Um, where the only like the only way you figure out what what's going on with the humans is basically through Kong interacting with that little girl, like yeah. through sign language, you yeah. know. I think that, that would be, be a, a way, way better movie than what we got. That could be a cool recut. Yeah. Uh, Where it's just, it's Kong's point of view. Like, you you know, you kind of piece the story together of what he's thinking. Because, you know, you don't, obviously, you know, you're not, the audience isn't, you know, clued in on what Kong's thinking. But, like, through the story, like, you can see him going, like, you know, being kidnapped, going to Middle Earth, or Middle Earth. Middle <laughs> like Earth. <inner> Earth. <laughs> That's a movie I want to see. I need that one now. <laughs> Holy shit. Kong versus Sauron. Here we go. <laughs> Just the little girl is re- on top of the, the top. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The little girl is replaced by you know, like uh, I don't know, Bilbo. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just I want to see the monsters fighting and then you know, like human element, sure, but I, I think it should be almost a silent movie. Like you know, as far as dialogue, obviously you're gonna have sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Ooh, um, that could be cool. Yeah. You know, I, I think that would be the best version of that movie. I wonder if there are movies out there like that where it's the dialogue is like so minimal that it, it might as well not be there. And yeah. everything else is just just monster on monster or you know, like the occasional human shot. Yeah. That'd be a cool research project. I'm gonna have to look into that one now. Huh. Well, that was our <laughs> That was our bullshit session. <laughs> I think that's what that segment is going to be called. Yeah. We've got a review. Crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the crapshoot. Yes. <laughs> We've got the review. We've got the trivia. We've got the crapshoot. <laughs> I like it. Structure, Danny. Yeah. That's how we do things here. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like I, I, I think I'm, it's a good, like, a good like, introduction to Godzilla, because I could, I could definitely go on all day. Yeah. About like toys and stuff like that. Even some of the Godzilla video games, man. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 merchandising took off like a bastard uh, after the like the seventies, I think. So I don't think there was too much in the sixties. Probably not much in the fifties either. Yeah, no, I have get... like I have some toys that are probably from like. The seventies, yeah, like the like the knockoff, like generic Godzilla toys. But there sure. was also like that Godzilla I've seen like on Comic Book Men. Uh, I've seen it a couple other places. The one that had like the fist that shot out and like the tongue that yeah. flicked out. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yes. it was probably around that time. Um, well, because I think that's when toys in general kind of took off again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's when they started at, like when you started getting like your GI Joes and like, yeah, in ter- yeah, in terms of like. In terms of like uh, like merchandising toys, instead of just like a, you know, like a, a doll or a, a action figure or whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Well, I uh, <laughs> unless you have anything else, I say this is a good point to wrap it up. 
Uh, no, I think we've covered just about everything that we can without is, yeah, our, our, without going crazy. <laughs> our big dumb monsters Godzilla crash course. Absolutely. Um, All right. Just realized we don't have a website or anything yet to point people to, but go check it out when we do. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh we'll and like someone. us on insert subscription service name. <laughs> That's right. We should <laughs> holy shit. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna make some of those uh and then we'll like re recut like an ending for this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, we can do we can do an outro. I've I've done that before. Yeah. Hey, we finally have a web address. Yeah. <laughs> Get on that shit. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Nick. Uh, just checking in at the end of the episode. Say thank you for listening to these first few. Uh, I know the recording quality is a little shaky, but uh, they get better. I promise. Uh, but please check us out at, on uh, our socials. We are on Twitter at dumb underscore monsters we're on facebook at uh big dumb monsters pod uh you can email us uh with any comments questions concerns criticisms uh suggestions for movies that'd be cool uh big dumb monsters at gmail.com and please check out our website www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com all right thanks guys